Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 Keith Ferrante here coming to you in Southern Cal. The rain is pouring right now. It is exciting. Man, our pool is almost overflowing. I'm thankful for the rain is flowing. God's doing so much in America, even in a week's time. Man, there's, a, there's, there's, there's so much happening all over uh, the, the, the move of God that started at Ashbury, that's hitting universities, hitting the body of Christ, bringing fresh hunger, fresh worship. People are shifting. They're paying attention. They're paying attention to what God's doing. And that's, that's the key. If you want to be a part of what God is doing today, you got to pay attention. you got to pay attention to what God's doing and uh, because that's, that's all we're after. That's all we're interested in, guys. It's like if God's, if God's doing something, we want to do it. If God's doing something else, we want to do that. That's At the end of the day, that's what we're doing. There are seasons where he gives us a lot of permission and there's a lot of leeway. He's not really saying do this or don't do that. He's really wanting us to learn how to build when, when we're not being told every step to take. And then there's seasons when he really wants to set the parameters. He knows what needs to be set. And we got to pay attention to those. And this is one of those seasons, guys, right now, where we got to be paying attention to what God is doing. We've got to engage. And I want to talk a little bit today for out of my book, my uh, It's Time to Engage book. And um, there's there's so much juice on this. This really is a word for 2023. I hope you're hope you've gotten this book. I mean, I've I've just gotten some uh, fresh little testimonies from people that have read this book, and they sent me a note saying how much it's impacting them, and kind of got them back into commissioning commissioning into the things of the Lord, and they've they've kind of been out of commission, and and God recommissioned them, and 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 now they're they're being intentional with their assignment and their particular industry that they're in, and and that just really makes my heart happy in what God's doing. And, and guys, right now, like there, there, there really is a blueprint in this book. I can tell that I am in this blueprint myself. Like I am, God's taking me through the blueprint of this Engage book, right? Even as I'm speaking it and sharing it with people. I mean, he's got me in this. I mean, he has me, he's really had me in the last months out of going through chapter seven of this book. First fruits belong to the Lord is chapter seven. And this is a really big deal for us as, as prophetic people. I mean, you think about like Balaam, okay? Balaam, I mean, he was a false prophet. Um, he still heard God, but he had bad fruit. That's what a false prophet is. You could hear God. You could get pick up spiritual intelligence. Sometimes it's from, from a wrong spirit. Other times you're hearing it from God, but you, you, have, a wrong, you have wrong fruit. God's trying to work with you. But Balaam... He had a hard time to submit to the Lord because the Lord's like, hey, you're not supposed to go. I believe it was to the Moabites. You're not supposed to go to them. You're not supposed to help them. You're not supposed to curse Israel. And he just couldn't get his heart. He wanted the money. He wanted to find a way to be blessed from them. But he, he, and the Lord kept telling him no. But he, would kept, he kept pushing against the Lord. And Lord, and then the Lord would he let him go. And then the Lord... You know, then there's the donkey there and there's the angel with the sword going to kill him. And it's like, because you're reckless. 
like this is a false prophet. Why? Because he's not paying attention to the fruit. And what's the fruit that we want to be bearing? Jesus is everything. His kingdom is everything. We live to serve him. We're not there as our own, with our own agenda as a prophet. We're not there to try to just bring some something that, that we're passionate to bring, even if it's a God revelation. We still have to bring God's revelation in God's timing, in God's, um, you know, in, in, in when God is, is serving it. And so, like, chapter 7 of this book, First Fruits Belong to the Lord. This is out of Joshua 6, 19, Joshua 6, 17. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. All the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron are sacred to the Lord and must go into his treasury. This is chapter 7. This is a talking about Jericho. This is the first city that they took. And guys, sometimes, I mean, and, and, and you look at Joshua's life as he's taken Israel into the promised land. The first city was completely toward the Lord. Everything was devoted to the Lord. It was a test. I mean, these guys have been in the desert for a while. They had daily provision, but they didn't have abundance. And now there's abundance in front of them. And God's like, okay, see the abundance you see? You can't have it. It's mine. And it's a test. And, of course, everybody but one guy passes it. And that was enough to destroy everybody. Like, that's that's like the little foxes are enough. Like, you, you, you got to pay attention to those little things. Like, there's there's so many tests. And even Proverbs 20, 27, 21. Man is tested by the praise they receive. We are tested by the praise we receive. We're tested by the money we receive. We're tested at, at different at, at different times. Like you, you can see it in scripture. In scripture, Ecclesiastes ten nineteen says, "Money is the answer to everything." But then in First Timothy six eight, if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with that. I mean, what's the point? Those two verses seem like they're not speaking the same thing. One thing says money's the answer to everything. The other thing says if we have food and clothes, that's enough. Don't be don't be don't be, don't be like leaning in too much. No. What the, what's, what's the point of this motivation? The point is motivation. Proverbs 16, 26 says a man's hunger drives him on. His hunger sends him to work. But then there's times when the Lord will say, can you minister without thought of money as a reward? Can you minister in work? Can you go to, can you go to work and give it all away? I mean, guys, like the problem is we become principle focused. And look at Jesus. He tells his disciples, Luke, Luke uh, chapter 10, go door to door, city to city. Don't bring any extra money, extra clothes, anything. And then in Luke 22, same, same thing. Hey, when you went in, in, you know, without anything extra, were you taken care of? When you went without any extra clothes, any money weren't taken care of? Now take extra clothes and money with you. See, we got to understand seasons. That's what this is about. That's what Jericho was about to Joshua. And that's what God occasionally reminds us as prophets. Hey, I'm in charge. The king is in charge. I'm still the king. Now, he's, 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 he's made us in his image. He's, you know, everything I've, he says in John 15, everything I've learned from the Father I've made known to you. And I, and I want you to ask me for whatever you want so you could bear much fruit. This pleases me. Like there's times God wants us to do stuff. He wants us to bear fruit. He wants us to ask. He wants us to risk. He wants us to go after stuff. And then he, and then he's like, okay, nope, nope. You can't have any of that right now. Because it's, it's a motive. It's a testing of the heart. Remember the rich young ruler? Hey man, you want to serve me? Yeah, it's so cool, man. You've got all this wealth. That's awesome. Give it all up. 
What? The rich young ruler goes away sad. Why? Because he is not paying attention to what God wants in that season. He's like, man, I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm fasting. Or, you know, I, I, I obey the Ten Commandments. I do, I do good. I, Jesus says, no, nope, you still got to do this one thing. And then he went away sad because he couldn't do the one thing. And see, God knows how to get at our heart. And maybe in one season, that one thing, we'd glad to give up everything. But in the other season, we're like, I don't want to. Like, I, I, I have to, you know, I've had to learn in my journey. It's like, okay, hold, hold your money loosely. Hold your relationships loosely. Hold your, hold your connections loosely. Like, and in other seasons, it's like, hey, I want you to lean in and press in and steward those. I want you to go after them. I want you to, so we, we got to know what God's saying, guys. Paul says, I found the secret, whether living in plenty or little, Philippians 4.12. I can do everything who gives me strength. He's learned in seasons of little that God was enough. He learned in seasons of abundance that God was enough also. Which season is it? Whichever one the Lord wants to be. Are you in the season of little? Then you need to be thankful. Are you in the season of much? You need to rejoice. Deuteronomy 28, 47. Because you didn't serve the Lord joyfully and gladly in time of prosperity, you'll have hunger and thirst. So guys, we got to understand which season we're in. Are we in a season of abundance? And there's certain requirements for that. Are we season of little? There's requirements for that. But in both seasons, God's always taking care of us. That's the point. If we're in a season where he's like, I don't want you to take anything. I remember a minister sharing the story about going into a country and the Lord says, hey, don't take up any offerings. Give all the money back. Don't do anything. And, 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 and you know, that's what you live on as your minister, as, in your ministry when you're, when you're, when you're built on offerings. But it was important in that season that he's trusting the Lord. Because later on he was getting accused of money, being there for the money. And then he could say, hey, this is not about the money. I remember once this, this, uh, rich, um, this rich, rich family, the daughter had, you know, had been wanting me to meet her dad. And she kept saying, hey, I have, I have um, some... You know, I want to, I want to, you know, really take care of you guys. When I come into some more money, I'm going to take really take care of you and your ministry. This is how much I have promised for you guys, and and so I, I went, you know, and and you know, you try to keep your heart clean when people have those promises. And it's been a while since those have been there, but uh, as I stepped into entrepreneurship, it sort of changed the season. But in that season, that I was building my life on donations and this or that, so those those were big deals for me. And you're trying to keep your heart clean and everything. But I went to meet her dad. It was, it, was, it was six hours away at the time. And, and then the Lord's like, okay, can you minister to this guy without thought for his money? Basically, hey, she get, she's offering that money to you. That's great. But right now you need to be like, nope, I, I'm, not, I'm not here for that. So I had to tell her, I said, hey, by the way, I'm not here for your money. I appreciate it, but I'm not here for your dollar. That's not why I'm here. I'm, and, and, and it had to come from my heart. It couldn't come from lip service. It had to be like genuinely like, hey, you don't have to give me anything. There is no obligation. So I went in and talked to her dad that day. He hadn't given his life to the Lord, super wealthy guy. And he's like, uh, we, we got into this argument, heated discussion. He, he was like, man, I, I'm like, where'd your money come from? He says, hard work. I said, no, it came from God. God gave you power to create wealth. He gave you the ability to even do the hard work to make the money. And we fought. And then he's like, I've never served the Lord because the church has ripped me off and my family off of millions of dollars. 
I said, but I'm here and I don't want your money. And uh, it was genuine. It was true. Maybe the motive was clean only 10 minutes, but at least it was now clean. So I could have that conversation. Within a week, that guy had given his life to the Lord. Someone else led him to the Lord. But that was a part of getting him ready for that. And, and guys, sometimes there's reasons why God has us postured a certain way. And we just got to learn to trust him. In every season, he's taking care of you. And guys, this I'm preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to myself just as much. I'm not just preaching to you guys because this is something I got to regularly deal with. And I've been regularly dealing with even in this season. Where the Lord's had me go several places. It's, it's like, oh, I don't want you going there trying to figure out a financial strategy for going there. I want you to just go there. I want you to serve. I want you to give up. And then I want you to give your, the money back. I literally ended up sending up the offering back because I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it. The Lord didn't want me to take anything from this. And it's not like the offering was that big of a deal, but it was like, oh, it doesn't matter. You can't take anything. So it's like this is devoted to the Lord. The Lord just wants to make sure we're leaning in and we're trusting him that he's so good. And as he brings us into the promise, then he's going to bless our socks off. But sometimes he has these tests where he's like, are you here just to love on me and love on my people? Guys, I, I want you to know, like sometimes the church, they get stuck over on the side of, oh, man, give up everything. Give all. Give it all away. Give it to the church. Give it to the, the missionaries. Give it to the poor. And you know what? Sometimes that's what you should do. But sometimes that's not what you should do. Because this message is not about giving everything away. It's about listening to what the Lord wants you to do. There might be seasons like I've been currently in where he's like, hey, you can't have any of this stuff. I remember years ago I was ministering in California. We had went to do a prophetic act in this one specific city. It's kind of a rough city. And this big old huge healing angel showed up and and it was a part of that area. It's been waiting there. There was some healing revivals that had happened. And it was like, hey, you need to reactivate me. It's, it's like it's been waiting there for some meetings to happen. So I'm praying. And, and then, it, then, then, uh, then, then I'm like, man, I need to receive some of this healing anointing for myself. This gift. This is massive. And I heard, I heard clear as a bell. No, this is not for you, Keith. These people have been ripped off uh, 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 enough. It's like, oh my word, even the healing gift that was there with the angel, I could not take. I had to, I had to just pray and intercede that God would release that over the people of that land. Like that is how jealous God is sometimes. And he's like, you know what, California, the spirit over California is greed. The greed. So you have to demonstrate you're here not for the, the stuff you can get from California, but the stuff you can give. It's not some spiritual, super spiritual, oh, brother, yeah, just it's more blessed to give than receive. Like sometimes we have these church answers that are really just religious. They're just a way to get an offering, a way to get a donation. It's like, I'm not talking about that, guys, because I have no problem. You know you've walked with me. I have no problem marketing. I've learned that it's biblical, uh, that God has really taught me the the power to create wealth and the business guys and that there's just a spiritual making money and, and building their businesses and having nice things and, and having a nicer car, having nicer houses, having nice stuff. <clears throat> I mean, some people will even say like, oh man, it's basically like, the, you know, like Judah said, hey, should we sell that to give it to the poor? Yeah, you know what? God, can, God has plenty of money for the poor and for you to have nice stuff. So don't be all religious about it and be like, oh, we should give all that away. Why are we having nice stuff? So I'm not in that space anymore. That's not my mindset. I believe God wants to bless his people. He wants to bless 
his business people. He wants to bless his profits. And it isn't all through donations and offerings. It those are those are fine, but it's like there are times when God wants you blessed, and there's times where He's like, all of this belongs to me. And this doesn't, this doesn't, this has this is not just about the rich young ruler. This has to do with poor folks and rich folks. Because the poor widow had just as hard a time giving her last meal up as the rich young ruler did giving up all of his great wealth. So some of us get a little bit like, oh, those rich people. They need to give. But yeah, but there's sometimes it's just as hard for a poor person to give. Because both have a poverty spirit at times. Woo, that's a good nugget right there. So guys, the main thing is God's right now doing something. Like I know he's doing something in America. He's got such a huge promise land to everybody. He's got such huge provision. Like what happens? God's got to just get his people in Israel acclimated to listening to him. Paying attention to where the grace is. Sometimes you don't know. Like, it's not like I'm intentionally disobeying the Lord in, in any season. Like, oh man, the Lord told me to do this and I'm like Jonah. I went the other direction. No. I, if the Lord tells me, I will find a way to get my heart wrapped around it. But sometimes I don't know what he's saying. I, I might be hearing a number of things prophetically, but nothing is kind of making sense. And so it's like when, you, when you're not hearing clearly... You have to learn to like, okay, what are you picking up on? What's the general sense? Where can you tell by your spirit that God is speaking? Can you pick up this is the right thing, even though you, you have prophetic words that say otherwise? Maybe, like for me, it's like sometimes I have prophetic words that's like, hey, I want, Keith, I want to bless your socks off. I want you to grow this way financially, this way with business, this way. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. You're going to, you're going to grow this. You're going to be doing this in business. All these things he's given me. And then it's like, I got these promises, but then he's like, I want you to give everything away. I don't want you to try to, to, try to get anything to happen with these business guys. I want you just to serve them. Do you see that? Like you got to pay attention to the essence a little bit more of what God's after. This is just something I'm freshly learning. I'm dialing in. I'm not preaching to you like I'm an expert. I'm on my own journey with it. I'm humbly coming to you with this. But the more we learn this, the goal of sensitivity, the better we're going to be able to apprehend the land God gives us. And it will open up. The finance will open. I was watching a business person recently. He's like, man, I've, I've, they're trying to find their, their provision in a new season. It's like I've applied to like 200 positions and gotten turned down by all of them, hardly any return calls. It's like, okay, bro, clearly the Lord's not saying it's about perseverance. It's more about rest and trust. You've got to like relax and, and come into the rest and position yourself. Like I went to Cabo the other day and I didn't feel like it. I had these financial like things that I needed to sort out. And I was, I was thinking about some bills and I was thinking about some marketing to, to increase what I was doing. And it's like, the Lord's like, okay, you seem to relax and enjoy. That's hard to do when you're thinking about all those things. But you know what? I just laid there by the pool and Heather and I laid there. And in that one day, just so many things opened up just in resting. I actually got way more done in the rest than I would have got in all the work I could have been doing at home, working hard for this, trying hard for that, doing all those things. So guys, the Lord is just wanting to make sure in this season freshly that the fear of the Lord really is what we're paying attention to. The fear of the Lord. We're listening to God. He's everything. What he says, the essence of what he says is everything. It can't be like Saul. It's like, man, I did what God said. I killed off all these people. And, and Samuel's like, no, God's removing your kingdom from you. You didn't kill off the king. You didn't kill, get rid of all those choice 
cows. Sam, Saul was like, no, man, I wanted to offer those to the Lord. And then and Samuel's like, no, I'm looking for obedience. Better, It's more than sacrifice. Sometimes into our brain, we can get zealous. I'm going to do this thing for God. And that's not what God's saying. It's like we got to have this understanding of what God's saying so we can have the heart of David. It's like, yes, if David ever messed up because he wasn't perfect, and you don't have to be perfect. It's just all you're doing is like, I, my, my main goal is always what the Lord wants me to do. I may not catch it right away. I might miss it a little bit. I might get a little rebuke, or I might have to kind of like get my head, you know, like bonked up against a wall a time or two. But I'm going to quickly figure it out. I'm not intentionally resisting anything the Lord's doing. So I'm praying for that for you guys because God wants to give you your land. He wants you guys to engage. He wants you to come into the blessing of the Lord. So I'm praying blessings over each one of you guys. Woo! Come on, engage the land. The fruit's good. The water's just fine. Jump on in. It's a good season. This is our time, guys. God's given us. He's given. America's opening up. And this is a part of the land that I get to be a part of. What's he opening up for you? And love you guys. Peace. If you've enjoyed this Emerging Prophet podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprophets.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.